Welcome to Goop Tales. I'm Maria Calanchini, the founder, writer, and narrator behind these original audio stories. Goop Tales is a storytelling podcast for children created to ignite your imagination, broaden your horizons, and introduce you to different cultures and exotic animals, while also sparking important conversations about character traits. Today's story was inspired by Varna. Thank you, Varna, for suggesting Googleina. Hi, Maria. My name is Varna, and I am seven years old. I have a new Goop name. Her name is Googleina. She's a little Goop girl who searches on Google for everything, even as simple as what is your name and what would you like to eat. She has glasses that say the word Google, and the two O's are around her eyes. She has a hat which has all the Google colors. She carries around a little phone to search on Google. She, I want her to go to Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. I want her best friend to be a monkey. Thank you. Please put this in your next Goop Tale. I love Googleina. I love that name. And if you want to see the drawing for Googleina and the real photos from Hawaii that go with this story and get a free download coloring page, just go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 106. Now, for those of you that are brand new to this podcast, you're going to want to go back to episode 105 because this is a multi-part podcast. And the first episode was one before this. So you don't want to come in in the middle. So go back to 105 if you haven't listened to it yet. And here's a quick recap of episode 105. In the last episode of Goop Tales, we met Snackadoo, a food-loving goop, who got sucked into a picture of a pineapple. Then he found himself inside of a pineapple on a store shelf in Kauai, and soon he landed in a house near the beach. After fighting his way out of the pineapple, Snackadoo met a friendly pug dog named Fofa who helped him after a very scary encounter with a Great Dane. And then there was a birthday party that started at the house, and Snackadoo had to hide or risk being discovered. Unfortunately, he was discovered after a young boy came over to pet Fofa. But this young boy's voice sounded very familiar for some reason. It was Tommy, the young boy who had helped Jelicina and I Dare You a couple episodes back. Now keep listening to find out how Snackadoo is planning to get back home to Goop World and if Tommy will help him like he helped Jelicina and I Dare You. I want to say a very quick thank you to Brielle, who left such a sweet voicemail message. And she said that she is 15 and 
that even though she's 15, she still listens to Goop Tales and they help her go to sleep at night. So thank you, Brielle. I love hearing that. And I love that they help you go to sleep. That's always a really good thing. And that you're using your imagination. You know, I heard the other day someone describe podcasts, or I guess audio stories as well, as the theater of the mind. And I thought that was a perfect description because this whole movie plays out in your mind and you get to be be the creator of what it looks like when you're listening to a podcast or an audio story. And that engages all of your imagination. And I love that because you can create anything you want. You just need to listen. Hi, Maria. I'm Brielle. I really love your podcast. And the funny thing is that I'm 15. I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now, and I really enjoy all of them, and they help me actually go to sleep. So um, thank you for everything that you've done, and I really enjoy it. Bye-bye. Let's get started with episode 106, Googleina Goes to Hawaii to Rescue Snackadoo. Gugalina was such a sweet little tot. She loved to giggle and laugh a lot. She was always so very merry and would flit about like a little fairy. But when she started with the Google, to get her out, you would have to blow a bugle. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Googleina. She was a very busy little goop who wanted to know everything about everything. Ooh. Her imagination was full, and so was her memory. Googleina was very good at remembering things because she loved information. If Googleina heard something for the first time, chances are she would immediately remember it forever. Miss Wigglebutt knew that Googleina would always have the answer to a difficult question that no one else in class would ever know. Googleina would wave her hand wildly, making sure that Miss Wigglebutt saw her. All right, class, I have a tough question for you today, said Miss Wigglebutt during history class. Before Miss Wigglebutt could even ask her question, Googleina shot up her hand and waved it wildly. Anoya immediately shot Googleina an annoyed look. All right, Googleina, I see you, but let me ask my question first, said Miss Wigglebutt. Okay, class, what month is named for the Roman god of war? asked Miss Wigglebutt. Googleina waved her hand even harder. Not one other hand in the class went up. Miss Wigglebutt scanned the room, but there was no one else but Googleina with a hand up. Very well, Googleina, she said. March! March is named for the Roman god of war, said Googleina proudly. That is correct. Thank you, Googleina said Miss Wigglebutt. 
Gugolina then turned around and raised her eyebrows at Anoya. This sort of scenario happened a lot with Gugolina because she seemed to know something about everything. Gugolina was obsessed with Googling answers to the most obscure questions and Googling anything she didn't know about. She had a tiny phone with only Google installed on it. That was all she needed. Googleina was so obsessed with Googling that she wore a pair of glasses that spelled out Google and the two O's in the glasses went around her eyes. She also had all the colors of Google on a multicolored striped hat that she wore. Blue, red, yellow, and green. If ever another goop needed help with their homework, they went to Googleina. Hey, Googleina. She asked Google everything, and she was very good at it. One cold January day, Googleina went to the library with her good friend Snackadoo. They both planted themselves in front of the computers at the library, and Snackadoo asked Googleina to Google pictures of pineapples as he wanted one for a snack. Upon seeing a picture of a large, delicious-looking pineapple, Snackadoo lifted his fork and stabbed at the image of the pineapple. He was immediately sucked into the computer screen and disappeared right before Googleina's eyes. For a moment, Googleina just stared at a screen full of pineapples with her mouth open. Finally, she closed her mouth and put her finger up against the computer screen where Snackadoo had disappeared. It was a cool, smooth screen, and there was no sign of Snackadoo. Googleina looked around the library. No one was in sight. What just happened? She said to herself. Then she continued, I need to get Snackadoo back. I need to go after him. But how? Spotting a pencil, Googleina picked it up and stabbed at the same image of the pineapple that had sucked up Snackadoo. Nothing happened. She tried again. The point of the pencil made a tapping sound against the screen. And that was it. Tap, 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 went the pencil. But Googleina remained firmly in place. She thought for a moment, and then she said, Well, it's worth a shot. She pulled up a fresh Google screen on her computer and typed in, How do I get inside my computer? She was met with a screen full of answers, telling her how to take her computer apart. No, no, no. I need to get inside and find Snackadoo, said Googleina. She thought again and opened another fresh Google screen. Her fingers began tapping. How do you get sucked into a computer? She said aloud. Again, Googleina was met with a screen full of answers that referred to old movies and books. They weren't helpful. Googleina opened up another Google screen 
and typed in, Where is Snackadoo? The computer hummed away for a very long minute. And then a screen popped up that said, At a birthday party in Kauai. Gugalina was astonished. She sat staring at the screen for a moment and then typed in, Are you sure? Google hummed for a moment, and then a new message popped up on the screen. It said, Of course I'm sure. I'm Google. Without pausing, Googleina typed in, Can you take me there? The computer whirred and hummed again, and then the screen read, Are you sure? Googleina typed back, Of course I'm sure. I'm Googleina. The computer buzzed again, and this time it said, Follow my instructions very carefully. Chapter 2 Gugolina waited anxiously for the computer to send instructions. She tapped her pencil against the screen, trying to speed Google along. A message appeared on the screen. I'm working very hard to create magic. Please be patient. Gugolina pulled back from the computer and stared at it in amazement. This was not the Google that she knew, but she liked it. She sat back in her chair and waited patiently until finally the screen lit up again. This time it said, Go to the geography section of the library. Find the book on Hawaii on shelf 8B. Open to the section on the Nepali coast. Gugolina stared at the screen, waiting for more. But there was no more. She didn't dare tap the screen again. Adjusting her glasses, Gugolina stood up and walked over to the geography section. She scanned the shelves until she found shelf 8B. 8B was a large shelf that was far taller than Gugolina. She spotted a stool and stood up on it. She scanned the top row. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado she said out loud, reading the states. She ran her tiny hand over each book as she read the titles aloud. Finally, on the third shelf down, Hawaii! The moment Gugolina touched this book, she felt a little shiver run through her. There was something different about this book. She carefully took it from the shelf and climbed down from the stool. Gugolina glanced around. No one else was in the geography section. Quietly, she sat down on the floor and lay out the enormous book in front of her. As she opened the book, she was sure she saw a sparkly firefly emerge. She turned to the index in the back of the book and looked up Nepali Coast. Pages 108 to 115, she said aloud to herself. Just then, 
the lights dimmed in the library, and a little bell chimed. The library will be closing in five minutes, said the librarian, Mr. Bookhead, over the loudspeaker. Five minutes, said Googleina to herself in a bit of a panic. She quickly turned to page 108. There was a stunning photo of the Nepali coast. It was a place of extremes, with incredibly high mountains, the deepest of valleys, and the steepest of cliffs. Beautiful, said Googleina in awe. Are you there, Snackadoo? She asked as she looked into the image. Then she heard footsteps move throughout the library. It was the librarian, Mr. Bookhead, walking up and down the aisles, making sure no one was there. Closing time. Everyone must leave the library, his voice called out. Googleina looked up in a panic and saw Mr. Bookhead's feet two aisles away. Quickly, she turned the page and was met with another stunning photo of the Nepali coast surrounded by clear blue waters. She glanced over at Mr. Bookhead's feet. He was now one aisle away. When Googleina felt stressed, she cleaned her glasses, hoping she could see things more clearly. She quickly pulled her Google-shaped glasses from her head and rubbed them with her dress. Putting them back on, she leaned in closer to the book to take a look at the Nepali coast. And then, just as Mr. Bookhead stepped into her aisle, a tiny blue wave reached out from the book and scooped up Googleina. She vanished right into the Hawaii book, just as Mr. Bookhead turned the corner. What's this? He said as he picked up the book on Hawaii and carefully placed it back on the shelf. At that exact moment, Googleina felt herself tossed about by a giant wave. And then she landed on a very sandy beach covered with palm trees. Standing up, Googleina immediately felt for her glasses. They were still there. She smiled in triumph. She had done it. She had transported herself to Hawaii with Google. Now all she had to do was find Snackadoo. Googleina started walking along the beach, enjoying the feeling of warm sand on her feet. Soon, she found herself looking up at a beautiful house facing the beach. Maybe Snackadoo is in that house, she said to herself. Staring up towards the house, Googleina heard barking. Very loud barking. She popped behind a palm tree, hoping to avoid the barking dog, but he wasn't to be deterred. A second later, there was an enormous Great Dane looking down on her with a salivating mouth. Henry! She heard a man call. Did you know that we're going to launch our first Goop Tales book very soon? 
Visit guptales.com forward slash book to find out more. It has the first three Guptales ever written in full color, illustrated by an amazing illustrator. And we're in the final editing process. The drawings are beautiful and bring Guptales to life. If you want to see what Goop World looks like, you're going to want to get on this list. So just go to gooptales.com forward slash book and get your name on the list. It only takes one minute. Chapter three. Henry, come back here, bellowed the man again. At this point, Henry was no longer barking. He was staring down at Gugolina as if he were studying her. Gugolina stared back at him with wide eyes, hoping not to be swallowed. Something in Henry's eyes told her that he was more interested in her than in eating her. The two of them locked eyes for a minute or so until Gugolina couldn't stand it anymore. Are you going to eat me? She said. Henry made a gulping sound and pulled back a little. Eat you? Why no? I want to know what you are. And why are you here? You look like that other creature, the one under Fofa's protection, he said. Fofa? responded Gugolina. Yes, the bug that lives next door. She was with a creature that looks like you earlier today. Another goop? Snackadoo? asked Gugolina excitedly. Well, I don't know what a goop or a snackadoo is, but if you're a goop, I would say it's another goop, responded Henry. Henry, now, inside, came a very angry man's voice. I've got to go, said Henry. But wait, where is the other goop you saw? said Gugolina. Henry nodded towards the baker's house. He's in there with Fofa at the baker's house. They are having a birthday celebration with out-of-town visitors, said Henry. Gugolina looked in the direction of the baker's house. She saw several humans outside on the patio, laughing and talking and holding drinks. Thank you. I will find him. I'm very good at that, said Gugolina, as she straightened her Google glasses. Don't forget about me, said Henry. I just like to know what's happening. I'm really gentle. Once you get to know me. Gugolina smiled back at him. Then Henry turned and headed back towards his home and Mr. Parsons. Gugolina scurried up the sand and made her way to the edge of the baker's house. She observed all the adults chattering on the deck for a moment and scanned for a sign of Fofa or Snackadoo. There was no sign of either. Carefully moving beneath the window, Gugolina made sure she stayed close to the bushes so no one could spot her. She scaled a large elephant ear plant right in front of the dining room window 
once at the window. She peered inside and saw lots of large humans mingling about in a kitchen. There was so much food everywhere. Pineapple and ham pizza, pepperoni pizza, a dish of freshly cut vegetables that looked untouched, a loaf of garlic bread, another pizza with mushrooms, and a large bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. As she looked to the right, Gugolina saw a woman leaning over an enormous three-layer birthday cake covered with white frosting and lots of tiny palm trees. Several children gathered around the woman, very eager to see the birthday cake. Gugolina closed her eyes and thought back to her own birthday party and her chocolate cake for just a moment. But then she snapped out of it, remembering why she was there. She climbed across one leaf of the elephant ear plant and found another that was even taller. At the top of the tall leaf, Gugolina scanned the room again. She saw the same scene, but this time she looked down and below her, to her astonishment, she saw a small pug dog with his tail wrapped around Snackadoo and two human children hovering over them. Gugolina gasped and leaned in closer. At that exact moment, Tommy, the human boy, glanced up and caught sight of Gugolina. His eyes grew wide as he locked in on her. Astrid, look, it's another one, another goop, said a gobsmacked Tommy. I know I'm looking at him right now, said Astrid as she stared at Snackadoo. No, I mean out the window. Look, said Tommy as he pointed towards Gugolina. Astrid and Snackadoo looked at each other and then followed Tommy's pointing finger up to the window where they saw Gugolina staring back down at them in her Google glasses and her colored Google hat. Chapter 4 Gugolina? said Snackadoo in an astonished voice. What are you doing here? Gugolina stared back directly at Snackadoo, trying to make out what he was saying, but she couldn't hear anything. Just then, Mrs. Baker called out, Tommy, Astrid, you two have come all the way from Budapest to celebrate Astrid and Anna's birthday with old friends. Now I know you love Fofa, but please come over here and join us in the birthday celebration. Tommy and Astrid looked at each other and then at Fofa and Snackadoo. Stay here and stay hidden, commanded Tommy. We will be back. Then he glanced up at Gugolina and held up a finger while he mouthed, stay hidden. We will Gugolina nodded in response. Inside, her heart 
was racing. She was so excited. This must be the Tommy and Astrid she had heard I Dare You and Jealousina speak about. Tommy and Astrid hopped up and went over to the birthday celebration. Soon, a loud chorus of Happy birthday to you Happy birthday, Anna and Astrid Happy birthday to you could be heard ringing throughout the house. Once the cake had been cut and everyone was enjoying it, Tommy slid away. He made his way over to Fofa, who was dozing at this point. He carefully lifted up her tail and looked down at Snackadoo, who was looking back at him. Tommy held out a tiny piece of the pineapple upside-down cake and said, I'm Tommy. What's your name? Snackadoo eagerly reached out for the cake and said, I'm Snackadoo. I heard all about you from I Dare You and Jealousina. Tommy smiled at the memory of his adventure with the two goops. How did you get here? asked Tommy. Snackadoo told Tommy all about his trip to the library with Googleina and how he got sucked into a pineapple through a computer screen. Then he told Tommy that it was Googleina who they had seen through the window. Tommy glanced up at the window, but Googleina was no longer in sight. We've got to go help her, said Tommy as he glanced back at the birthday party. Everyone was happily occupied with cake and conversation. Astrid and Anna were busily opening their birthday gifts. No one seemed to have noticed that Tommy had slipped away. Fofa was still peacefully dozing as Tommy reached down to scoop up Snackadoo. Come with me, he said. He took Snackadoo and placed him in his shirt pocket, the same way he had done with I Dare You. Then he quietly went to the back door and made his way out and over to the elephant ear that Googleina was in. Tommy stayed low so no one would see him through the window as he began to look through the bushes. Here, I'm down here, said Googleina, who had gone down to the bottom of the plant. She stared up at Tommy with her Google glasses and Google hat, and he burst into a wide smile. Well, aren't you the most charming one, Googleina? Pleased to meet you. My name is Tommy, said Tommy. Googleina blushed and said, I'm very pleased to meet you too, Tommy. Oh, and I'm so happy to see you, Snackadoo, she said as she glanced at a smiling Snackadoo. Do you know? I used Google to come after you, to find you here, said Googleina. I might have guessed, said Snackadoo with a little laugh. (laughs) Oh, you're quite clever, aren't you? said Tommy. Do you think you could use Google to get the two of you back to Goop World? he asked. Well, I am quite good with Google. I think I could. I just need Google, said Googleina proudly. She pulled out her tiny phone 
and began to scroll through it. She opened up Google, which was very slow loading. Inside, Tommy could hear Astrid calling out. Tommy, where are you? Where have you gone? Then several other voices started calling out for Tommy. Tommy, called Mrs. Baker. I've got another slice of pineapple cake for you. Quick, said Tommy. I want to get you two back to Goop World before everyone comes out here. Googleina quickly began tapping into her phone. Google, how do I get back to my home in Goop World? She typed. Google slowly worked and began to load the results page. The very first result said, Getting back to Goop World. Googleina tapped on it. It said, One, hold hands with another Goop. Two, close your eyes. Three, envision your room back in Goop World. Four, trust. Just then, the back door to the patio opened and Astrid came out. Tommy, are you out here? Where did you go? said Astrid. Tommy quickly removed Snackadoo from his pocket and held him out on his palm. Googleina hopped onto Tommy's palm and reached out for Snackadoo's hand. She closed her eyes and saw her bedroom. She envisioned her large comfy bed with the gray and pink covers, her fur pillow, and her little wooden toy box with two cat ears. She saw it all so clearly. She felt as if she was there. At that exact moment, a warm Hawaiian breeze surrounded Tommy, Googleina, and Snackadoo, and shrunk them all down so tiny they disappeared right into Googleina's phone. Astrid felt something strange in the breeze and looked over at the elephant ear plant just in time to see a small flash of light that disappeared as quickly as she saw it. Okay, that's it for today's story. What did you think? So that was the second part of a three-part series. I know some of you like three-part series, some of you don't. And I'm guessing you don't because you get a little bit impatient. I do that same thing if I'm listening to a really good podcast and I have to wait for the next episode to come out. So you know what I do sometimes? I wait until all the episodes are out and then I go and listen to them all in a row because it makes it so much fun. But you can listen however you like best. You can be, if you're a little bit like Impatienta and you listen now, you got to wait for the next one, but it's worth the wait. So I hope that you enjoyed listening to this as much as I loved writing this I really like doing these multi-part series and playing with the two worlds, with Goop World and the human world. So I'm excited to see what happens next with our little Tommy. You can leave me a voicemail at gooptales.com and let me know what you think. And if you want to download the coloring page that goes with today's episode, just visit gooptales.com forward slash episode 106. 
And on that same page, you can also see the cover drawing for this story. And you can get a look at Googleina and you can see the real life photos that go with the story. Just go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 106. And I love seeing your drawings. So if you're feeling creative, draw any goop picture you like. Ask a grown-up to tag us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Gooptales. And now I want to thank Joe, Ishan, Kate, Trian, Landa, Sophia, Georgia Lee, Henry, Nina, Gwendolyn, Autumn, Georgia, Amelia, and Brielle for all of your amazing messages. Okay, I will see you in the next Goop Tale.